Hi, and welcome to the I Crush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado. And for our sixth installment of the Tex-Mex Barbecue Series, I chat with Tony Salazar of the Taste of Texas Tex-Mex Barbecue in Beaumont, Texas. Tony Tone, a.k.a. Pork Skin, has been cooking since he was 16 years old. And in 2016, he flipped a switch and started an underground barbecue business. This welder by trade is born and raised on the Gulf Coast of Texas and grew up with Cajun and Mexican cultures. Eating gumbo with tortillas was a way of life for him and his family, and now he's bringing those influences to his dishes. Through a chance encounter, he met Michael Fulmer of Houston Barbecue, and when it was time to research potential candidates for the inaugural Tex-Mex Barbecue block party, Fulmer reached out to Tony. Not only did Tony show up, he proved that he could run with the big boys of Tex-Mex Barbecue, and he was one of the standouts at the event. I have a feeling we'll be hearing a lot more of Tony in the near future. I hope you enjoy this show. This is the Taste of Texas Tex-Mex Barbecue. All right, I'm here with Tony Salazar of the Taste of Texas Tex-Mex Barbecue out of Beaumont, Texas. What's up, brother? How are you? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm I'm doing great, man. It's first day of fall. It was just uh what, yesterday, day before and uh Got a little nice, cool, uh, cool evening out here. How about yourself? Uh, must be nice. Uh, I think we're still in summer here in Texas. Well, it feels <laughs> like it anyway outside. But hey. <laughs> yeah, you guys have. Uh, you, you're pretty close to Houston area, aren't you? Yeah, I'm about a, a hour, twenty minutes away from Houston, right down the street, I-10. Okay. Have you guys had a lot of that rain also? Oh yeah, oh, we we got it pretty bad this uh, this past week. Uh, there's a lot of flooding here in Beaumont. My sister's house got little water in it. I was I was getting nervous. I, the water started creeping up to my halfway up my yard, and uh, I wasn't ready for that. I mean, we got my house got flooded during the Hurricane Harvey, so we're barely up and going from that. So I wasn't ready to deal with the, the deal with the would deal with that again, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, has that affected any of your business recently? Oh yeah. Well, when Harvey hit, Harvey came at the the wrong time. I was doing real good as far as getting the business going, and I was at a good place financially and everything until Harvey hit and it. it it put me back quite a bit because I didn't have flood insurance because I'm not in a flood zone. So my house flooded. So it, it kind of just took everything I had to put my house back together. But, you know, it is what it is. I have a pretty much a brand new home now, so it's all good. Yeah. yeah well, good, man. I'm glad you're back on your feet. Well, let's go ahead and jump right in, man. Um, so where are you from originally? Are you from the Houston Beaumont area? Uh, I was raised in uh, Port Arthur, Texas. It's uh, it's about 15, 20 minutes from Beaumont, uh, hour and 30 minutes from Houston, right up the street. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are pretty close to the water, huh? Close to the ocean. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're right on the Gulf. Where we have that good fresh seafood right here where I live. Uh, we're 30 minutes away from Louisiana, 
So, you know, we're, we're a good mix of everything here. Um, well, not too much barbecue. We're not known for barbecue in this part of Texas. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's mostly Cajun country and, and Mexican food, Tex-Mex. Yeah. So what got you, uh, what got you cooking barbecue? What, what, what are some of your influences there? I would have to say my dad, just pretty much everything with him, uh, growing up, my house was kind of like the spot to be the weekdays and the weekends. My dad, he would, he would probably like to pit up at least four times a week. I mean, it was a lot of, a lot of cooking outdoors. So, uh, that kind of just carried, just carried on. And I probably started cooking around 16, I would say. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. uh, what, what was he cooking? Like, uh, like straight up carne asada? Was he smoking anything? Well, he, he would always say, uh, during the week, weekdays, it would be, we grew up eating a lot of pork bones, uh, pigtails, uh, sweet bread. And then the weekend would come, then we would have the fajitas, the beef ribs, you know, the good stuff on payday. <laughs> but that's where I learned, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to spend a lot of money to have a good meal when you're, especially when you're grilling, you can grill the cheapest meat and it'll be great. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I ran into you at uh, Jacob Lerma's uh, backyard bash. Uh, I was oh, also, yeah. yeah, that was that was incredible. Yeah, man. that was that was that was a good day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, during that that time, I was talking to um to J C Reed and and he was he, he was telling me about you. He's like, man, one of the standouts that at the uh, Tex Mex block party uh, was Tony. Man, you need to talk to that guy. I said, yeah, all right, man. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad to have you, man. Um, we're definitely going to talk a little bit about that Tex-Mex block party. That's kind of what inspired me to, to do this, uh, little series on Tex-Mex barbecue. Tell, talk to us about that event and, and how did you find out about it or how did they hear about you to invite you? Um, I've talked to them a few times on and off before the event. Oh, actually I met, uh, I met Michael at, um, STQ, I believe that's the name, in, in Houston. I went there to eat. It was for my cousin's birthday and he was, uh, he was at our table. We were talking and I didn't know who he was and he didn't know who I was at the time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we started talking about barbecue and, uh, he started telling me about killing, uh, brisket and I told him I had smoked a few briskets myself and I showed him a picture of one of the briskets and he was like you're tony tone you know he knew who i was just from instagram from ig and then i knew who he was when he told me you know his name so uh that was kind of crazy right there and then we stayed in touch throughout that and uh when they they mentioned the uh tex-mex uh block party i was all in i mean it, it just is something I've been doing for a long time, and I was ready. And that Michael that you were talking about is Michael Fulmer, right, of Houston Barbecue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Fulmer. Yeah, that's that's a awesome. man right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I got <laughs> yeah, to hang out with him a little, a little bit over at Lerma's thing as well. So, uh, how was the event? What, what, what all did you cook? And uh, were there any other bites that uh, stood out in your mind? Man, to be honest, we got there. And uh, we set up, and we got, I mean, we got slammed. We were, when you walked in, we were one of the, the first against the wall. It was just, 
it was hectic. I was just steadily making taco after taco and uh and I didn't get to try not one person's <laughs> anybody else's food because by the time it was over, nobody had food left. JQ actually came because I wanted to try his uh tamales. Mm-hmm. He came and gave me a dozen. So I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> so, man, I couldn't wait to get home. I was going to make some eggs and some frijoles and, and whatnot. So I get home. I'm digging for him. And my cousin calls me up. He's like, man, these tamales sure are good. He he stole them from me. He jacked them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. I didn't even get those, but. I did. Uh, we did a is uh, a homemade on homemade corn uh, tortilla. We uh, we put Monterey Jack on the uh, griddle and let it uh, crust up, get brown, you know, with the tortilla on top. Flipped it over and had brisket, pico de gallo, and I had a you know you could choose from three different salsas, and that was what I did. It, it got a lot of good feedback. I was pleased with it. Yeah, it sounds pretty incredible. Are you at a, a at a location like every weekend, or are you doing catering strictly? Or talk to us a little bit about uh, your business. Uh, right now, I'm doing uh, catering, uh, events, and pop ups. Um, here, I we just canceled one. Well, I didn't cancel them, but the events got canceled for. Uh, Tomorrow, I was having one here in uh, Beaumont, and last Thursday, when all the rain was going, uh, I had to, we canceled the event uh, we had last week. So, those two got canceled. The week before that, I did the, uh, it was a craft beer fest here in uh, in Beaumont, and that went really good, really good. Um, and the next one is actually in downtown Houston at the... Uh, called the vintage hip-hop hip-hop vintage flea market and that's in downtown that's that's my next one on the october 6th and and you said you do that one pretty regularly yeah yeah um i try to do that one every every month it's fun time out there really really good vibes a lot of 80s 90s like vintage clothing uh you know music uh everything and uh and i'm out there uh, selling the tacos and whatnot, so it, yeah. it's a fun time. Yeah, so let's jump into that. What what does your menu look like uh, typically? The typically I do a um, I'll do brisket tacos, uh, the carnita tacos. Uh, I always do boudin. Being I'm from Cajun country, and, and a lot of people don't know that my mom is actually she's from Louisiana. She's Cajun, and my dad he's from he's from Mexico. He's Mexican. So it's a lot of, I have both influences going on at the same time, but uh, I do a lot of boudin because that's, I grew up eating that every week. So I incorporate that also. That I do uh, the ribs. I, I mainly stick with those four items mostly when I'm doing the pop-ups. So boudin, ribs, yeah. brisket, and pulled pork? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, man, I... On your on your page, there's a lot of good food always. You throw down. I mean, I, I've seen some nice uh, porterhouses and like some fajitas <laughs> and you know with the oh, with yeah. the chile toreado and all of that. 
you throw a little bit of uh, your influences into your food on special occasions, or do you do you try to do one every cook? Definitely every cook. You know, every every cook gets all my influences go into it. I'll go outside the box. I'll try different things all the time. A lot of things that I try, I don't I don't post just because I didn't feel like they were up to par, and I need practice on them maybe. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I I get I'll try. I can't do pork belly worth of shit. I tell, excuse <laughs> me, but I've been trying to master pork belly so long, but I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. And uh, what about your sides? What kind of sides are you making? Oh, uh, we do a uh, chato beans, Spanish rice. We do a uh, mac and cheese, barbecue beans, uh, potato salad. Those are the main ones we stick with. A lot of people like the barbecue beans. I'll I'll take whenever I I do my ribs, I uh I get uh the spare ribs, and when I trim them down, I, I get the good pieces. I smoke them chop them up, throw them into the beans. I do that in the chato beans also, but it comes out real good. You ever cook any desserts or make any desserts? No, I haven't done, I haven't ventured into desserts yet. Um, For the most part, it's, it's a, it's a one, it's not a one. I have a crew. Well, two guys that, that helped me. Uh, My cousin, his name is Tony. Then a good friend of mine, best friend I grew up with since third grade. His name is Tony. So it's us three, <laughs> and then uh, and then my wife she works, but she uh she does all the sides, she does the the salsas, all that good stuff. But as far as like the cooking, it's it's predominantly me, so it's hard for me to kind of venture off into other stuff when I have to do that. Yeah, and you're are you doing uh, tortillas with with uh with with all your barbecue or do you do? Oh yeah. Spread? Okay. I'll um I do tortillas um homemade straight up corn flour both it's actually my friend Tony it's his mom making them so I mean I grew up on the things so I mean it was only fitting they're they they're real good nice so homemade she, tortilla she, oh yeah you can't beat it heck yeah yeah that's that's why I look the way I look man I I grew up <laughs> eating a lot of tortillas in my life I hear you I hear you on that <laughs> Hey man you need sometimes Yeah so you, you talked about your team so they call you Tony Tone what do they call the other Tonys <laughs> Man <laughs> So the other my cousin we call him Little Tony and uh, <laughs> okay. he's, he's not little <laughs> And then the other Tony is uh, is well I don't want to get too much into that because I mean we we grew up together since we were in third grade, so same block and everything. So my brother came up with the the nicknames Pork Skin and Pork Chop. That's how they called us. That's how they knew, we knew which one they wanted instead of saying Tony, hey Pork Skin, you know. So that was kind of how they decided who we was. <laughs> so your buddy's Pork Chop then. Yeah, he's pork chop on pork skin. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And had you ever worked in any kind of restaurant or anything? Did you have any kind of a uh, uh, culinary background or anything like that before jumping uh, into barbecue? No. Uh, when I was 16, I worked at uh, Sonic. And then after that, I went to work at a, a Tex-Mex restaurant, Casole. 
you know, I never, I never thought to myself, you know, I knew I loved food, you know, and mm -hmm. at that time, that's when I, in high school is when I really started trying to cook because my dad, he, uh, he worked on the road doing construction a lot. I think around 16, um, I was at a friend's house and we got caught with beer. Well, 16, 17, one of those. So his mom called my parents and, uh, my dad sat me down. He said, Hey, look, I know you're going to be out there doing, you know, drinking or trying, you know, just, just experimenting or whatever. He said, if you want to drink, come do it at the house with me, you know, mm. well, we'll like the pit, you know, and that's kind of how it went. You know, a couple of my fr good friends would come over and we would just hang out with my dad, his friends, you know, you know how it is. They're playing the guitar, you know, cooking. And when he wasn't there, I kind of took the torch like, okay, I'm going to try to cook. I got to say, it, it was horrible. I, I had no <laughs> clue. I would call him. I called him, how do you do the charcoal? How do you do this? How to do that? And uh, the first the first uh, few times, it, it was horrible. But I started getting the hang of it. Nice, man. Yeah, that, that reminds me of my childhood. We used to go to my boy <laughs> DC's house, David Chacon, and his dad was, we'd always go to his, his dad worked for Coors, and uh, we had the hookup too, so, and yeah, so what? We didn't, we didn't know better. We were, we were, the first weekend, I think we showed up to the house with a case of 40s, and my dad was like, hell nah, y'all got, y'all got to do something with that shit. We, we're drinking Bud Light over here. <laughs> so you slowly started getting better at at uh at cooking there when did you start smoking and uh, buy your first pit um i bought my first pit when i uh i bought my first house when i was uh 20 23 i believe 22 23 and put it like this before i had furniture i had a smoker i bought my <laughs> smoker before I bought a couch, before I bought anything, I had a smoker. And, uh, but back then I wasn't really smoking on it. Um, mm -hmm. I was just, I was just, you know, the regular stuff. And then, uh, once I got kind of settled into the house, you know, you have a home, you don't, you don't want to go run the streets, you know, if you don't have to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we get to cooking, me and some buddies. And by the time you, you know, by the time you know it, you already cooked the food. Everything's ready. So I said, man, let me learn how to smoke some ribs. So I, I started messing around with ribs. And then uh, about a year later, uh, I bought a, a really good smoker. I bought a, uh, I believe it's called, it's called a Lifetime Smoker. Uh, they're built in uh, Uvalde, Texas. Mm -hmm. And I. I bought that one because that's the same one my dad had. And uh, that's when I started messing with briskets. And that was, I guess that was about 05, 06. Yeah. Dang. So you've been doing it for a while now. Oh, yeah. See, I guess it was 2016, close to the end of 2016, whenever I said I wanted to, you know, really try to do, like, I, that's when my mindset changed to where I wanted to do something other than weld. Cause I've been a welder for 20 years now. I just, you know, just got burnt out with working in the refinery, working for someone else, you know? Mm -hmm. So I said, I want to try to start putting stuff, stuff together. So 
you know, it's 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 coming along. It's coming along pretty good. And so, are you still uh, are you still welding? Is that your full time job? And you're doing this part time? Uh, no, actually, I'll probably I'll maybe work. I'll go on two to three uh, shutdowns a year. What what a shutdown is is basically like you're doing maintenance inside a plant. Like uh, they want to redo some systems, pull some old piping out, install new piping, and stuff like that. And they they typically last around six to eight weeks. So uh, so far I did two of those this year, and uh, I'll probably do one more, and that'll be it. You know that just is really good money in that, so it keeps it keeps a nice little cushion for me. Nice. And what are uh, what are your plans with the barbecue? I mean, is that something that uh, are you going to start doing it a little more often, or where are you headed? Oh yeah. I'm hopefully heading into 2020 with a with a location. That's my goal is to have something within the first three months of next year. And uh, I've been looking at some spots. I, I came real close to opening the spot, but uh, it just didn't feel right. And uh, I have a few fan, friends that have businesses, and that was the first rule they taught me. They said, if, it, if you're not comfortable, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And... I wasn't comfortable and, you know, it's hard to really find help because, uh, you know, me smoking meat all night and then staying awake to try to serve it the next day. Plus with everything else is a, it's a lot of work. You know, mm-hmm. I've done it. I, w- I was selling briskets from my house and, uh, I've done it three, four times a week, you know, back to back and, I'll tell you what, I was a zombie. I mean, and that was just selling one thing. So I couldn't imagine having a full menu trying to do it with just myself or one or two people, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's rough. So I'm putting the team together. So hopefully we can get it going. And uh, are you looking to stay there in the, in the Beaumont area? Oh, yes, sir. Most definitely. Okay. Um, just, just because there's a void missing here, there's a big void. Um, there's, you know, there's a few barbecue places, but they're not up to par, you know, mm-hmm. they're kind of like chain barbecue places, you know, like a Dickies and, you know, stuff like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. So there's kind of yeah. a gap for, uh, craft barbecue. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's, it's weird because once you hit Houston, once you leave Houston, uh, there's no barbecue like coming I-10 east going towards Louisiana like the barbecue just disappears <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh yeah hopefully I'm gonna uh, I want to fill that fill that void and be that that guy here in Beaumont Port Arthur area heck yeah you gotta light that fire there so what what pit are you using now what size is it I have a pits and spits uh it's a uh 24 24 inch pipe by 48 inches. I had that one. That's the one I, I really started off cooking with whenever I started trying to get into the catering and whatnot. But I have a uh, 500 gallon now. I've had it a couple of years. Uh, I got that Houston Smokers. Robert from Houston Smokers built that for me. And that thing, it, it cooks great. Nice. I was yeah. going to say, do you dabble at all in, uh, I know you're a welder. Do you dabble at all in, in welding oh, yeah. uh, 
Yeah, I, I have some. I have a few things up my sleeve. I, uh, a good friend of mine, he lives a couple blocks from me. Actually, just built a, a shop in his backyard. So mm-hmm. uh, we have a few things we're working on. We got a few things. I'll say it like that. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, we we want to do some more pits, you know, stuff like that. Awesome, man. Like you mentioned before, right now you're just uh, really doing pop-ups, a little bit of catering. Is there is there a place that people can find you on a regular basis if they were just looking for you? Are you doing anything, any cooks out of your house still? I do. I do take orders some weekends. I'll put out there if I am. But as of lately, I, I've been having an event pretty much every weekend. It's kind of hard to do the orders and then go and try to do the event. But... Uh, I was doing that for a while until I started getting more noti- uh, notification. Now I'm doing mostly just all events every week, every weekend, every week. Um, I've been getting a lot of them. So, but you I, can. That's why I tell people if you know out here because it's you know the the barbecue. A lot of people hit me up, you know, and if if I can, I will put it put in an order and I'll do it for you. There's no problem. As long as I don't have nothing else going. Yeah. And so for people to find out where you're going to be, they just can follow you on social media. Uh, yeah. Are you, are you posting everything up there? Facebook yeah. or Instagram or both? Uh, mostly, mostly Instagram. I don't post too much on Facebook because that's where, um, I mean, if you're doing it kind of like me, like the underground style, that's where a lot of people tend to uh, hate on you. So uh, I recently, a few weeks, ago, uh, a couple months ago, someone called a health inspector. And luckily, I didn't know the health inspector personally, but a friend of mine knew her. He owns a restaurant. So he, he had a conversation with her and she pretty much told him it was another business owner here that ported me and that I, you know, pretty much don't do it anymore, you know, from the house. But from that person reporting me, the right people heard about me. So that's kind of why I've been doing getting all these events because the right person heard and they tried my food and so it's been it's been a lot better since then actually. So that that person kind of helped me out when they did that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny it's funny how that works that way. You know, living out here in California, there's a lot of folks that are doing the underground scene because of a lot of different regulations and things that a lot of big cities, even in te- even in Texas, big cities have oh, yeah. a lot of these regulations and whatnot. But what I've always heard is that, you know what, this was bullshit that this happened, but it helped us get to the next level or get, it, uh, you know, helped us learn a lot. So, yeah, it, it really did. Um, it helped a lot because I, I through that, I, I went and spoke with the health inspectors because I don't want to. I don't want to do anything to get them on my bad side because I live, I live, or I don't want to do anything to get on their bad side because this is a small, a smaller community here. So mm-hmm. when I do open a location, I, I want them to like me, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to be by the book and, and so far so good. It's, it's working out. They're, they're really cool about it. Is that really the only incident really that you've had that? that yeah. Kind of I mean, the whole, let's see, I've been, um, yeah, I say the whole two years I've been doing this straight from my house. This just mm-hmm. happened a couple months ago. And uh, 
I was having orders every single weekend. My whole street, my street would in front of my house would be line of cars picking up orders. <laughs> and That's this awesome. Is the, and that was the first time it, it ever happened. So you know, I, I I got away with it for a good while, so I can't complain. Yeah, and how how big is Beaumont? Is it a pretty good sized city, or is it just a small town? Uh, no, it's a, it's a they consider it a city. Um, I think the population is probably around two hundred fifty thousand, I believe. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. But the thing about it is, it's a it's a it's a big big town with absolutely nothing. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's just untapped potential here. Yeah. So that's why I mean this. That's why I felt I was doing really good just from my house because the people that knew about me, they were, you know, word of mouth, it was traveling real good. And it wasn't until Facebook when uh, a post got the, that's where it came from Facebook. Someone shared the post and that's how I got turned in. So I gotcha. try to stay away from Facebook. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, man, it's it's pretty awesome that you've been able to penetrate penetrate the market there uh, in Beaumont. Looks like you got a pretty good following, and uh, you know, got a good plan for 2020. So, yeah, man, wish you the best yeah. of luck. Heck, you've you've got the attention of the Houston barbecue folks, and and for them to call out and say that you know you're one of the standouts there, you know that that's pretty awesome. There was some some great. Uh, pitmasters out there and, and i heard it was just a fantastic event but uh oh man that that event was so much fun i would do it every weekend if i could that was <laughs> that was it was just fun i mean especially to be around the company that i was in it was and i had you know people that i look up to telling me you know how good they thought my food was and, and man that just solidified what i was doing i said man it you know and when people People like that that you look up to, you know, they they give you so much game, and you know the barbecue community is 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 real cool. Everybody's open, you know. Nobody is hiding anything. There's no secrets about their food or their techniques. I mean, everything is out there, and uh, it's just real good. It's a good feeling that you know, feeling that love from everyone, you know. Yeah, man. Well. Dude, I, I I just want to say congratulations on on your success. I know you're just getting started, but um, it sounds like you have a you have some big plans for the future, and I know you'll get there. Hopefully, I can make it out to to next year's Tex-Mex Barbecue Festival and uh, or oh, block yeah. par- block party, right? But maybe it'll be a festival <laughs> by by next yeah, year. Yeah, it'll. Yeah, hopefully, I, I think it will. I mean, it was a it was a good turnout. It was, it was real fun. Yeah, definitely try to make it out, man. It was good. Yeah, will do, man. One one question that I like to ask everyone before we sign off here is, can you tell us something about yourself that maybe most folks don't know? Man, there's, there's probably a few things, but uh, mostly mostly my background. You know, uh, coming up. You know, with the the Mexican like the Mexican side and then the Cajun side, um, those two influences. Um, just because my both my parents cooked a lot, 
You know, I'm I'm six three. I'm a big old dude. My brother, he's six eight. We're some big boys. <laughs> We're some big boys over here. We like to eat, but is the just seeing my parents, you know, how much they put into it, that's kinda how I took it. The putting the love into the food. Uh I grew up my dad eating gumbo with tortillas. That was normal to me, you know. I just I just thought that's what it was. But <laughs> you know. But those two influences, they they really pushed me a lot, you know, seeing both sides of my family very passionate about cooking. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. I, but two things that I love, obviously, Mexican food and Cajun food. So that's a oh, yeah. that's definitely a great mix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They say it's a good mix. The temper ain't very great, but it, it, the, the food mixture is. <laughs> All righty, my man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to meet, uh, to chat with me today. Um, man, hopefully I'll see you soon. I'm going to be in Texas for the Texas Monthly Festival. Um, I'm actually going to Brett's Backyard Barbecue. He's having an event uh, for his one-year anniversary, so I'll be there October, I think it's tw- 21st. So, yeah. Oh, really? have, yeah, man. If you have some free time, maybe we can link up there or the Texas Monthly Festival. Uh, if not, I'll come find you uh, one of these days. Yeah, that that sounds good. I might have to take a road trip out there. I, um, I enjoy going to the Austin area. It's it's fun out there. A lot of good food. Yeah, man. I'll definitely mark my calendar. There you go, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. You doing uh, you doing you you giving us a voice. You know, it, it's it's good to be heard, man. We appreciate you a lot. Oh man, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I'm happy to do it. It's this is just fun for me, man. Just getting oh, to yeah. talk to to all you guys and learning a little bit about you. Uh, you guys are all all so talented, and uh, you know I, I look forward to seeing the rest of your story. So keep it up, man, and uh, we'll be in touch. All right, man. I appreciate you, man. You bet, brother. Take care, man. All right. You too. Now have a good one. Thanks for tuning in to the iCrush Barbecue Show. Remember, if you like the show, please help us reach more listeners by leaving us a five-star rating on your favorite app. Subscribe to get all past and future shows and share with your friends. You can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at iCrushBBQShow or email us at iCrushBBQShow at gmail.com. Don't forget to tag us with your favorite picks. We'd love to see what you're crushing. Until next time, keep crushing that cue.